Hi, this is Sarit Schwetzer, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast, a podcast devoted to the teachings of Rabbi Schneir Zalman of Liadi, as recorded in his most famous work, the Tanya. My hope for this show is to make these teachings accessible and relatable to the average person, regardless of prior Jewish education or affiliation. The episodes follow the prescribed daily study portions and are meant to serve as practical lessons in how to live your life as your true self and develop an authentic and powerful relationship with your creator. I have personally experienced the effects the study of this work has had on me, and I'm excited to share what I can of this knowledge with you. So please join me on this journey of learning, self-growth, and connection with your source. Hi, and welcome to the It Is Top podcast. This is episode 276 for the 28th of Av in a leap year. So today's episode is going to serve as a wake-up call of sorts. It's not the most esoteric of episodes. In fact, it's not very intellectually dense. We've had a lot of other episodes that were a lot more intricate, a lot more involved, a lot more details, you know, schemes like maps, things like that. And what today's episode is actually not like that at all. Today's episode is actually very straightforward and very to the point. It's a little bit of a shaking you up episode though. What is the message of today's episode? What is the wake up call? The wake up call is a reminder as to what you're doing here on on earth, why we're all here. So it's very natural to be here on earth. Hashem did create us in such a way that we're here on earth and we get very involved in our lives, very involved in our work and in our families and in all the things that we do in our lives. And we become very self-involved. But we forget a lot of times that we were not put here like uh, it, it's, it was not our choice to come here on earth. We were put here against our will. We were put here, we just woke up one day and here we are. So why are we here? We're here because God put us here and God gave us a mission for us to be here. And with that in mind, everything that we do in our lives, ideally should not be for our own sake, but it's actually for the sake of God. It should be actually for the sake of God because that's our ultimate purpose. He put us here and he's entrusted us with a mission and he's hoping that we will accomplish this mission. So interestingly, by Hashkacha Pratis, I happened to hear a quote this morning on a podcast I was listening to from a novelist named Anne Lamott, where the person being interviewed said that what was Anne Lamott's name for God? Anne Lamott's name for God was not me, which I thought was really interesting. And of course, we could get into this in a more like, is that really what God is? Because we know that each one of us has a part of God inside of us and all of that. But I think there is something deep there because I think that the basic idea of what is God, who is God, how do we relate to God is in terms of just focusing on what is not you. God is not you in a certain sense. It's not your ego. It's not self-centered. It's not about fulfilling your own needs, your own desires, your own bodily functions, all of that stuff. So yes, it's true. We need to survive here on earth. We need to eat to live, right? We need to go to the bathroom. We need to sleep. We have all these like functions and Hashem doesn't want us to have a bad time or we're here. He wants us to enjoy ourselves, of course, but we shouldn't lose sight of our ultimate purpose. And our ultimate purpose here on earth is to be godly, to be like him. And what is God ultimately, if we had to kind of sum up God in like a little, like at least our experience of God is God is a giver. 
God is a creator. He gives his attribute of chesed. We've mentioned this numerous times. His attribute of chesed, of kindness, of giving is his first and foremost attribute. It's, it's the attribute from which all the other attributes really stem out of. So this is something that we really want to emulate. We want to be as godlike as possible. He created us in his image and this is our purpose to give and to give and to give and to give. It's not for ourselves, but it's for other people. So what does this all bring home? What point is this? Well, if you haven't noticed already, this a very, very a recurring theme that might sound like really repetitive at this point, but it's never repetitive because we can never reiterate it enough. A recurring theme in this section of the Tanya known as Igeris HaKodesh is Tzedakah, giving Tzedakah, doing Tzedakah, giving charity, giving to others, all of that. So once again, this epistle, which we're going to be beginning today, is that theme. That is the theme of today. And the angle that the Altar Rebbe takes in this in this section, in this portion of the Tanya, is all about that idea that really just reminding ourselves that the money that we have here might seem like it's our own. Like we might feel like, oh, I worked for this money. I inherited this money. This is my own money. No, it's not your money. It's God's money. And God entrusted it to you for a purpose. And that purpose is really to help and give to others. Of course, you need to live like you need to be able to sustain yourself so that you can give to others but the focus should really be on giving that is the emphasis so let's get into the text as i mentioned it's very straightforward it's a very like heartfelt kind of epistle here where the altar is really speaking from the heart to his chassidim and so here we go. So the, the altar begins and he says, he actually starts in a very uh, endearing way. He, he calls this chassidim. He says, My beloved ones, my brethren and friends who are like me, like, a, like my soul. So it's, he's speaking to them in a very close way. Like it's not some distant order, you know, who's preaching at them. He's, he's close to them. And he says, I'm coming here to remind you and to awaken those who sleep in the vanities upon vanities. So this is a wake-up call, says the Altar Rebbe, to open up the eyes of the blinds so that they should see, to see that their entire salvation and their entire striving and yearning for everything in the their life, the life of their spirit, in the source of their lives, the, the life of what life, the Chaya Chaim in Hebrew, their, for their entire life, their entire years of their life, whether we're talking about their soul or, or their flesh, so whether we're talking about spiritual life or flesh or, or like physical life, that everything that, meaning to say that everything that they're involved with in terms of, uh, of worldly matters and being involved in Parnassa and making a living should not just be for its own sake. And the Jewish people, the house of Israel, should not be like the rest of the nations, like the Goyim. So we know that this is, you know, standard in the world. You go to work in order to live. You live your life. You are involved yourself in worldly affairs. Like, what's wrong with that, right? The ultra is saying, no, we should not have that mentality when we go out into the world, when we speak and we do our business and, uh, and, and just go about our day. Because those people who do do this and this is this is a very intense point that the altar is going to bring home here now is that those people who the goyim these these gentiles that the altar is referring to why do they uh, feed their children and their families they do this out of love so what's wrong with that right <laughs> like and this actually this is this brings up a, a even more intense topic that we're going to delve in a little bit later on in the Tanya and in another place in the Tanya that what seems wrong with that like you know don't we all love our families like isn't this why you should be providing for them but 
the ultra right says no even this like seemingly lofty reason to work to be able to provide for your beloved family that you love so much this is not our how we should be as jews why because uh it says, and this is from Divrei Yamim, chapter 17, verse 21. So who is like your people, Israel, a unique nation on earth? So this means that there's something unique about us, that even when it comes to mundane affairs, mundane manners, like providing for your family, this should not separate you from the truth, from God, the true truth, which is God, God forbid. Uh, to be able to bear fault wit- false witness, God forbid, in saying Kriyashma in the nighttime or in the morning with closed eyes. When we say God is one, Hashem Echad, in the four direction of the world, in the, the heavens above and in the, um, and in the land below. But rather, we should have the, like the eyes of the blind are open. And just like, and this is from Mishle, chapter 23, verse 5, where it says, Hata'anif. God forbid. So can you close your eyes upon him as if he is no more? So meaning to say like God is true. God is the real truth. And so once you're aware of God, once you're aware of the godly existence of everything, of this thing that we say in Shema, that there is nothing but God, then how, how can we blind ourselves to this reality? Once you've seen something, it's like you can't close your eyes to it basically, right? But rather, so what should we do? We should have this mentality that our entire worldly affairs, everything that we do is not for its own sake, but rather in order to animate this godly souls, meaning the, the parts of God. So it's like when we, when we look and we're doing kindness to people, we're seeing that the, each one of them has a part of God within them. And we want to fulfill, we want to nourish this godly energy that's inside of them. And we want to fill what is lacking in them with, with, with gratuitous kindness, chesed chinam, it's called in Hebrew. And with this, this is how we can liken ourselves to God. We can like make ourselves be like formed in the image of God. And so th- why why is this being like in the image of God? Because like we said, God is all about chesed, right? So as it says in Tehillim, chapter 52, verse three, chesed kel koreyom, the chesed of God endures throughout the day. So this is a true chesed that vitalizes the world from every moment, moment to moment. And so this is this is really the mentality that we must have. And so, yes, it's true that we do need to give to our families and our and a, a man's wife and his children do come before everybody else, according to the Torah. But this is according to the Torah. So it's not, so it's, this might sound like very cold in a certain sense, but it's really not. It's like you actually, when you have this mentality, when you realize that the reason why you're feeding your family is not just because you love them, because loving, love can come and go, right? Love is like, sometimes you love your family, you feel a lot of love for your family, sometimes you feel a little bit of love for your family. Love can also be a selfish emotion. It's like you're giving to them because you love them, because it feels makes feels good for you to give them. The ultra is saying this is not the reason why you should sustain your family. You should sustain your family because God wants you to do chesed and God wants you to do chesed to everybody because they're everybody, all Jewish people are, have sparks of God within them. So we want to nourish these sparks of God in everybody. And it is, and there's a mitzvah to give to your family first. So that's why we give to our family first, right? Except for who comes before the family. There's actually an exception to this. Who comes before the family are the tzaddikim in the generation who come even before one's children, 
And the tzaddikim that are found in the land of Israel come even before the tzaddikim that are found outside of the land of Israel. And this is apart from the fact that there aren't really that tzaddikim of the same stature as the ones that are in Israel. The ones in Israel are of a higher caliber. And so this is sufficient to the understanding. So that's the end of the section for today. And I think I forgot to mention that <laughs> this is the beginning of a new epistle, Epistle uh, 9, that, we, that we're starting today. And so, yeah, so, I mean, basically, the basic idea, it's a really deep and profound message, and it really is a wake-up call, like I said, that it's a reminder as to let you know why you're here on earth. You're not here for yourself, and you're not even here for your own family. Like, that might sound like a really beautiful goal, like to start a family, to have love, you know, and and companionship and all that kind of stuff. So the altar rapper says, no, that might be fine for the Goyim. That might be fine for the other nations of the world. But the reason why you as a Jew are here in on earth is to give and to give specifically in a godly manner, to give to God, to give to the godliness in the world. And that's that's the way that you're going to mirror God's chassad because that's what God is all about is giving chassad, is, is, is being a chassad kind of entity. And yes, we have to give to our children. Yes, we have to give to our families. And yes, we have to give to everybody. But specifically because God asked us to do this and because of the godly spark that's found within each one of the, those beings. And this is the way that we're going to be uh, nourishing godliness through our act of giving. So that is it for today. And we're going to continue with this epistle tomorrow. We're going to conclude the epistle tomorrow. And I will speak to you then. Thanks for listening to the It Is Top podcast, hosted by Sarit Switzer. This podcast is dedicated in loving memory of my maternal grandfather, Avraham Yitzhak ben Binyamin Cohen of Blessed Memory. Music by Shoshana. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, please share it with others and subscribe on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to leave us a five-star review. To find out more about the It Is Taught project, including more information on my soon-to-be-published book, please visit our website, itistaught.com. To catch the latest from me, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Looking forward to speaking with you tomorrow, and until then, have a great day.